Welcome to Common Sense Coalition Talk Radio, where you'll find straight talk from people with good old common sense. I trust your opinion. And now, for your host, she's putting sense back into nonsense. Absolute insanity. Well, you can hear me on the radio. Your host, Beth Ann. And I welcome you today to CSE Talk Radio. It's my honor, my privilege, and my pleasure to be here with you today. I'm excited. We have an in-house guest. That doesn't happen too often. He kind of went out of his way, which I'm impressed because most people don't go out of the way just to see Beth Ann. So we are uh, going to go straight to the Lord in prayer, and then we're going to get to how we can save this nation. Because we got answers, but we need your help to do it. It can't be done by one person. One man in the White House ain't going to fix it. So, let's go to the Lord in prayer. For such a time as this, most gracious Heavenly Father, we bow before you as a group of believers across this great nation and abroad. And Father, we just come to you now with thanks in our hearts for your grace and your love and your mercy. And Father, for always being a father there, with open arms for your prodigal children to come home. Father, I ask that you hold us in your arms and protect us, Abba Father. May we be your instruments of truth and righteousness, knowing that there is only one side, and that is you. If we will stand with you, our enemies will fail and they will fall. For you are the great I am. And you hold all in your hands. And nothing that's happening down here, as horrible as it is, shocks you off your throne. I beg your hedge of protection around President Donald J. Trump and his family and all those around him, Father. And if there be a mole, I pray that you will reveal the Judas and that he and she can be no longer causing harm to his family and to him. Again, Father, we ask that um, we will all follow your scriptures, follow your guide, that we will put on the full armor and be prepared for the battles that are to come. The victory is already won, but we have these little battles down here. And, Father, I know that there are so many lost that that is truly, truly what we are here for, is to share your gospel. And bring those who are lost, oh, they are so lost, Father, to you. To free them from all that binds them. I believe you have placed me here for such a time as this. And it is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen. Amen. Well, my line this morning is, hang on, America, because there's a rough ride ahead. The daily headlines are enough to warrant great caution. And if you are still unsure as to whether or not you are free in this nation, just stop, look, and listen, and you will know quickly we're in a heap of trouble. The raid on the president's home, we've talked about that, it's been on and on going, and it's still ongoing. But it was a warning not just to him, but to you, America. (laughs) You better not try to vote around the system again. The two-party monopoly will choose your choices, 
and you will capitulate, or we, meaning the oligarchy that are in charge. Let me tell you. You take on the intelligence community, and they have six ways from Sunday getting back at you. That's what Senator Schumer said about Trump. And we can see what's happening. But it isn't just at him. They've now armed the IRS, and they've got ammo. I thought they didn't like guns. They got a SWAT team now, too. They got a SWAT team, yeah. And I don't think you mean fly swatters either. No. The FBI's D.C. office is now being run by the same agent who led Whitmer's kidnapping hoax. Doesn't that make you feel good? Remember the J-6? I think we all do. And we have American citizens being held captive, political prisoners here in the United States of America. What have their representatives and their senators done to get their release? Not much. Not much. I told you a few months ago, the oligarchy, the Dems, and their cohorts will cause great chaos before November's election. And they are doing it. The distractions are their strategy. Keep America distracted while they're doing something else. Kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Well, we got a whole lot of people behind the curtain in that swamp. But you need to know, America, this didn't just happen. It's been going on for a very, very long time. It's just escalating to where we can actually, oh, wait a minute. Who's running this show? Who's running this country? We know Joe Biden's not running this country. They know Joe Biden's not running this country. Well, it's more than one person. But I believe there is one behind it. I just can't prove it. But it started be, It started when President Donald Trump came down that escalator because they had a feeling he was going to win. He had a chance. Somebody that could win over the American people with his rhetoric, with his speech of make America great again. Whoa, they don't want that. That kind of gets into their purse. Well, today I have an in-house guest. I have Darren Gobb. He's been on the show before. He's enlisted in the U.S. Army in 1991. Wow. And was assigned to the Presidential Honor Guard in Fort Myer, Virginia. How was that? I learned a lot. (laughs) I bet you did. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the White House and realize that, uh, yeah, that that swamp is actually pretty deep. I was there under the Clintons part of it, so that kind of speaks for itself. Uh, I think it's been there a long time, but I think it ha- it definitely grows enormously during Democrat presidents. But mm-hmm. I don't trust the Republican president. Even though Bush and Bush were, they were after the globalists. I mean, they were New World Order people. They came out right out and said it. Oh yeah, the older Bush did. So you were deployed in South Korea and North Africa and Afghanistan, and oh, that's a mess, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Kind of makes you wonder why we went there. If we're going to get it back to three, a better, you earned three bronze stars. That's what they with tell even me. higher awards. Do you wear them? I don't see them on you. I'm just no. kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're in a box I'm somewhere. Just <laughs> <laughs> well, he is with Restore Liberty. Darren is, and uh, we're just going to go with that. I'm not going to. I'm going to ignore all those things here that are 
supposed to introduce you with. <laughs> we're just going to get on. We're going to get on with the show because, it, you know, it matters to me. I thank you for your service. I had a son that served and a brother that's a Marine from Vietnam, and he is in bad shape because of Agent Orange. And a lot of the men around here that I know have strange health problems because of Agent Orange that was given to them by their government. And my dad served in World War II, and my father-in-law was a prisoner of war in World War II, shot down over Germany, hmm. uh, with the last name Schoenberg. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure you're on the right side? That's exactly what they said to him. <laughs> you know you're, you know you're shooting your uh, relatives down here. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's exactly what they told him. So we do, we thank our military, and we thank you for your service. But it hasn't ended. You're still serving. Yeah. And uh, he started this Restore Liberty. You know, one thing that gets me, uh, Darren, is is the constant screaming about democracy. Hmm. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. <laughs> it's like it's like nails down a chalkboard because we're a republic right. with some Democrat democratic policies and some of that. But we are a constitutional republic. They don't like to say that a whole lot unless they're trying to win you over for something. Right. But I've noticed that every now and then they're saying it now. But I don't trust all of them. Right. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. When we come back, Darren's going to share with us how we can turn this country back around. And it's we. It's not somebody in D.C. It's you right where you are in America. Rural America. Small America. America across this land from sea to shining sea. No, I'm not going to sing, but I will later, maybe. <laughs> You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Darren Gobb, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Elmer Heinrich. My company sells a nutritional product called Immuno 150. If you haven't heard of it, you need to go to the website immuno150.com or call our toll-free number. Now, we sell to thousands of consumers, and our reorder rate is above 94%. Now, many people ask us how we can sell a month's supply of Immuno 150 for less than $50 when most of our competition is $70 to $80 a month. It's simple. We don't pay celebrities or testimonial people to say something good about the product. Immuno 150 stands on its own with 70 minerals and 80 other nutrients. It doesn't need any help, and it has more than color, taste, and smell. I am 88 years old, and my wife is 79, both with no dementia, arthritis, or allergies, and no aches or pains of any kind, nothing, all because of Immuno 150. Now, check the number of minerals in the product you take. Don't be surprised if you don't find more than 12. Order Immuno 150 to see what 70 minerals can do for you. Call our toll-free number, 888-316-2224. You can look for the silver lining or you can strengthen your portfolio with gold and silver. Optimism is planning for your own financial future. Melody Cedarstrom of Discount Gold and Silver Trading has been watching our economy and the banksters for well over 20 years. The U.S. has an unsustainable debt. While the timing of a collapse cannot be predicted, we know the proverbial straw that breaks the camel's back weighs heavier and heavier with each new stimulus and omnibus bill. Because of our debt and the lack of solid backing, those fiat 
about dollars in your pocket continue to deflate in value. However, gold stays true, true wealth. Give Melody Cedarstrom a call at 1-800-375-4188. That's 1-800-375-4188. Discount gold and silver trading for all your precious metal needs. And join Melody weekday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Financial Survival Radio. Visit DGSCoins.com. That's DGSCoins.com. Made in America is more than just a slogan. It's a brand we all look for to better this nation's economy. Liberty Tabletop is the brand of Cheryl Manufacturing, the only manufacturer of flatware in the United States of America. Liberty Tabletop creates high-quality flatware at a competitive price using the finest quality 1810 chromium nickel stainless steel. Oh, and by the way, the steel they use is also made in the USA. The steel is tested for lead and other toxic trace elements, so you bring to your family a safe, and pure product that will last for generations. Setting your table is an important part of every meal. The patterns you choose say something about you and your family. Bringing America home with LibertyTabletop.com or go to my website, csetalkradio.com, and click on their link. Call Liberty Tabletop at 844-386-2338. Use the promo code BETHANN and receive 10% off your purchase. LibertyTabletop.com. We have returned. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Darren Gobb of Restore Liberty. Now, Darren is here because um, there was, I don't know what you call it, a conference or a rally or what was going on in Springfield, Missouri this weekend. If you remember, we talked to Dr. Frank on Thursday, and he said he was headed that direction. I did not get to uh, uh, connect with them on my way to Sights and Sounds Theater. <laughs> but... Um, they had a big rally, a big time down there, and they're trying to get Americans uh, geared up for what we need to do. Because, folks, a republic, we're a constitutional republic. If you can keep it, we can only keep it if we're the ones involved because we'd be the boss. Right. But we've lost our way. And we have somehow through the years been convinced mm-hmm. that they'd be the boss. And we have to capitulate. And that's not the way it is. So what was your um, take on that that went down this weekend? And then tell us about Restore Liberty, your sure. plans. Well, uh, it was called the Truth Summit or, and, uh, or a Moment of Truth Summit. And um, it was all about election integrity across the country. And, and the, the goal really was to build on to what he started last summer in South Dakota. And this time it had representatives of all 50 states get up and say this is what's going on in in this state and and i, I didn't listen to everything and i can explain why that is because these things i tend to go around the edges and find folks and, and do some different things but uh, as you're able to plug in and listen to different states and they just went through them alphabetically uh, it's a theme building and it's always the same issue um with regards to election integrity, every state has variations of the same issues from uh, the machines. Primarily, those mm-hmm. things those things have to go. They got to be they got to get melted down or crushed or whatever it takes. I mean, I'd love to see one of these asphalt rollers lined up all behind out. a whole bunch of ESNS DS two hundred machines in Montana and just crush them and say, you know what, the voters voters voted, and then precinct human beings 
count them by hand, and that's the only thing that we do. Uh, and so that took up majority of the first day. The second day, uh, it went a lot more into some of the technicalities of the computers and and everything that happened on on a larger scale, and exposed that. Uh, but uh, it's a continuing, continuously building process to be able to let people across the country know what is happening in election integrity at each state, and so people know that they're not alone for one, and that their problems that they're fighting in their states are not unique to just them. Well, I was going to say we need to to realize that the uh, voter fraud is not uh, just in Wisconsin or Pennsylvania or. Uh, was it Arizona, Georgia? You know, it's not just in those four or five states that we saw. It was just obvious on uh, in 2020 that day, that fateful night in November. But uh, it's everywhere. Even in Missouri, we have some we have some fraud going on here too. Yeah, it, it's uh, it is in all 50 states in varying degrees, and I can speak to Montana best uh, with the numbers that the uh, the Montana Election Integrity Project came up with through all the canvassing. They had 150 volunteers. I helped a little bit. I wouldn't. I am not going to take credit for their work by any means, uh, but I do know their work, and I've worked with the team in, in what ways I can help. But the summary of that was just over 600,000 votes cast the last general election. 120 of those are invalid. 120,000 of those are invalid. Mm. And that's the safe number being the most conservative number possible. We suspect more realistically it's around 196,000 and some change that were invalid. So out of 600,000, of course, we're automatically somewhere between 20 and 30 percent of the votes cast were invalid for any number of reasons. Uh, from reservations to driver's licenses to the, uh, the the digital systems that are involved. So you know, what does that mean to Montana? It means that we could go from what everybody looks at like a red Republican free state to very blue very quickly in one election. And that's not just the top. That's down ballot all the way through and, and, and a lot of impacts there. Well, I was watching something the other night. I don't remember where it was now, but they were talking about how everything that they're doing in D.C. that supposedly is supposed to in their, you know, voter integrity bills and stuff makes it easier to cheat rather than doing away with it, making it more difficult. In fact, they removed the – they're trying to remove the – the aspect of it being a felony to just a misdemeanor. But I saw where um, – uh, oh, I've got the wrong one here. Governor DeSantis has charged 20 people with voter fraud yeah. there in the state of Florida. And they're going to get up to – I think it was uh, five years, ten years, uh, eight years, something like that in prison. Um, and, uh, you know, that's – we need to punish the bad guys, not just in this but in everything. I mean, they're t- right now the – the uh, we'll call them the left because that's what everybody wants to call them. But those who are in charge right now, and it and it's really aimed at destroying this country, and but crime is just escalating, and they're not they're not punishing the criminal. Therefore, he's emboldened. The cops can't go after him, you know, uh, or her, and so it just it's just escalating. And that's the same thing with this voters issue. We need to do away with the machines completely. You know, Absolutely. If, if we can't count one, two, three, four, five, six, then maybe we need to do away with the public school system. <laughs> right now. Well, we, I'm sure well, we've all been we into stores. Yeah, we need to do that anyway. I'm yeah. sure we've all been into stores where someone's counting chains and you're just like, uh-oh. 
and they have to call for help. Yeah. And you're like just trying to break a 20 or something into fives. <laughs> they're like, oh boy, our, our school system's not working well. But no, it's, um, I think the bottom line is if you're talking to people about election integrity and accountability and the security of elections, and if, if you're not willing to get rid of the machines, you're not willing to go to full human manual counts and precincts and do it the old school way. And we described it in this, in this, uh, in this summit and many other things as going Amish in how we do business. <laughs> if, if you're not talking about doing that, then you're not actually serious about the Fixing security it. of our elections. Yeah. You're trying to chip away at the edges while maintaining the actual core problem in place while looking like you're doing something. Well, in the last few weeks we've heard about France. You know, they had an election, and they knew who won by the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't it's have to amazing. wait. They didn't have to wait weeks. They counted it. One, two, three, four, five, six. <laughs> and we had a county in Montana where everybody in that county on the GOP side of things, obviously this is a nonpartisan issue. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't. Um, they said, well, we can't go for full recount, hand recount, because we're just not going to have time. They said, what did you do for decades before the machines? You, you got it in on time. How did you do that? Well, what you're doing is you're, you're giving relevance to precinct officers for, in this case, a party. Now, if you're a GOP precinct officer, now one of your functions is to count the ballots and report those numbers. Right now, what does a precinct officer do? Well, you can still do a number of things, but the most important thing that you can't do <laughs> is have anything to do with counting votes along with whoever the other parties are at the table, making sure that it's all actually honest and fair. Hmm. I would love to have 65 precinct officers in my county in Helena, Montana, and I'm less than half. But who can blame them? They don't really have too much of a role. We're fixing that. But uh, if you can't do manual recount and crush the machines, then election integrity is not something that is of a concern to you, at least not yet, until it's too late. Well, back in the day, who did do the counting? You and I. Okay. So somebody that was there, mm -hmm. the precinct leader? Yeah, you'd have a precinct officer. Uh, they would oversee it. You'd yeah. have one for each one yeah, of the you'd parties? you'd have a Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian, a Green, a Constitutional, whatever. Who, whichever, whichever's on the ballot, a representative at the precinct level would be there for each one of those who was an who was a officer physically in that precinct. Yeah. That's a pretty big deal. I mean, now you have a direct function in ensuring the validity and the security of our elections. Right now, you delegate it over to a machine with a, with a modem that can be hacked into by anybody who's on the Internet around the world. Now, can they count periodically throughout the day just for their sake, not give the numbers out? But like, okay, it's, it's uh, 12 o'clock. We've had X amount of 100 people in here, 1,000 people in here. Let's go ahead and count the votes. And they should match up. The number that should match up with how many have signed in. <laughs> yeah. The, Correct. The, human nature, of course, says uh, we're going to go the path of least resistance. So uh, generally, it's, it's as ha what happens most of the time is, of course, we're just going to run it through machine. They're going to read the numbers off the machine and say, oh, that's it. Yeah, I hear the music now. <laughs> going into another break. Time flies. It, it, does, it does fly. But, you know, I'm, not, I'm sure it's pretty much the same around all of the nation. But most of the volunteers here... Are elderly retired people. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is a long, long day. So, folks out there that are a little bit younger, you need to volunteer. You need to get in there. Take a day off work. You've got a vacation day. Take a day off work. Get in there and count the votes. Get in there and help. Help, help your grandma. 
She's working the polls. Help her. Get on there. Get out there and help. And there's other things we can do. Maybe we, if it's too many to count, maybe we need a few more precincts. Would that work? You, you Just can do you that. make smaller areas. All right. You're, you're hearing the music. We're going into a break. You're listening to CSE Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're going to talk about, we've been talking about voter integrity. We're going to talk about how we can uh, do it at home. Return to listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann with Darren Gobb with Restore Liberty. Now, we've all heard all about the voter fraud. We know we need to get rid of the machines. Now, folks, it's up to you to get this done. But how can we do this? This nation, under our founding fathers, they did not believe in a big federal government. That was only there to kind of organize things, not to rule over us and dictate from D.C. We were designed to be governed locally. And now the locals, you know, we get these little carrots from D.C. Well, you know, who pays for those carrots? You do. But it's like the stimulus check. That just drives me nuts. They're going to give me a stimulus check. Why don't you just quit taking my money in the first place? So, you know, see, I chase a few rabbits when I'm yeah, trying to get a point. Got to give it back to you with strings attached. That's right. And But to be free, true liberty... We were to be governed locally. They don't know in D.C. or sometimes even in your state capital what's best for your community, in your county. You do. So in comes Restore Liberty (laughs) with Darren Gobb. (laughs) So how can we do this? Well, uh, the easy answer is that uh, our, our mission is our title. And that, of course, implies the fact that you've lost something if you have to restore it. And so we start by making sure that people understand our perspective is that you really haven't had liberty as it is intended to be in this country for over 100 years, at least, and maybe true. longer. And the the message, of course, is that the frog in the pot, you know, you turn the temperature up gradually, and eventually, the rather than hop out, if it goes too hot too fast, it just gradually glow, grows to a slow boil, and it's too late. You know, that's been happening to this country for a long time through federal overreach. In, in, our, in uh, Montana, like you know, our 40% of our budget is federal. Mm-hmm. Half of our land is federal. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Well, it is yeah. about the land. It, there, it, that it absolutely. One, it's num- that's one of the top things is to nobody should own land. It belongs to everyone. Anything that Apparently, is life-sustaining, mm-hmm. yeah, they life-affirming, want it. they're going to do everything they can to take it. So... What we talk about in Restore Liberty is we recognize the urgency, but we are building not only for the now, but we want to build for decades to come a foundation that is to counter Soros's agenda and whatever that means. I mean, that's just an easy label to put on it. You know, that way you don't have to say things like World Economic Forum, International Monetary Fund, and all these different globalist organizations and national organizations supporting them. And the only way to truly do this is we, we've got to keep our eye on the ball when it comes to the federal level. Sure, mm. absolutely, because uh, we are their masters, not the other way around. But we have to rebuild from the foundation up. Uh, one of my pastimes, I guess you could say hobbies, at least when it didn't hurt in the past, was to renovate houses. 
<laughs> and uh, one of the things you do when you're working with houses is you start with the foundation. Mm-hmm. And then you build the walls and you move on up to the roof. But if you're going to try to just put a roof on nothing, there's no point. That, and that's the equivalent of fretting and, and stressing about Biden and, and this administration and the, his entire crime syndicate, basically, that he's got running to where he's just the pen. That's really all he is. Um, then you're just going to be frozen into inaction because well, you're not you, going to fix that. Don't you think he's just one of several up there? One oh. of many? Oh, yeah. I mean, Schumer... No. I don't know what he is. I think he's like their kingpin or something. He's always threatening somebody. But um, even McConnell's in bed with China. He's a Republican in word, I mean, in right. name. Uh, but we know these folks. And, it, you know, with China buying land, who okayed this? I mean, yeah. who okayed this? When was that ever okay? And um, is it some farmer out there just, hey, yeah, that's a lot of money. I'll take that. doesn't matter who I sell to. I can't imagine too many farmers around this area being like that. Well, it's kind but. of like BlackRock or other organizations that they, you know, they're they not Chinese on the face. When they're approaching you, they're you know, ex-realty company or so something So they sell else. it not knowing who they're really right. selling they're it like, to. They're like, oh, I can make a ton of money off this. Yeah. And when I get I – I have a house across the river here just inside the Kansas border uh, in Leavenworth, and uh, I get a lot of postcards and stuff in the mail saying, hey, we want to buy your house for cash or whatever. I'm like, oh, okay, who who are you? Because <laughs> I'm not going to sell my house to some organization or, or whatever that is, entity, that ends up being traced back to Beijing or anywhere else over there because they're trying to buy up houses and properties. Now, my home in Leavenworth is, isn't worth it to them. I get that. What they want is farmland, things that create the things that it sustain was, life. It was under Clinton's administration when I believe they that he the government actually sold some empty military bases to china that they were just using it for uh warehouses well it wasn't that, <laughs> wasn't that long ago they were trying to sell off a significant part of the port functions in la mm. to to china and and so i mean i guess for for us what it comes down to is that you you really have to act locally don't you know, don't not pay attention to what's going on in D.C. You know, we would never say that. But if you as a person don't feel like your passion or your talents or your time or your treasure leads you to being able to affect what goes on there because it's such a deep swamp, Oh yeah. then focus your efforts on school boards and county commissions and, and Absolutely. city commissions because the left, be they Republican or Democrat, doesn't matter, or anything else, they constantly fail upwards. Our our city commission and mayor in Helena, Montana, uh, minus one person, are just terrible. And they're like, oh, well, good. We you know, we drove the city into massive debt. We're completely out of control. But, uh, hey, I might as well run for Senate. You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> Look what, what I did. Because <laughs> so, that's what they do up there. I had this article that I was going to use. If you didn't show up, I was going to – because he was traveling today. He had to, he had to beeline it up here. But um, he was talking about the debt, and the debt has increased. I guess the last must have been the last fiscal president we ever had was Eisenhower. Yeah, and he's also the one who learns about the military industrial yeah, complex he did. and all kinds of things. I liked old Ike. Yeah. I liked him. He was Ike. good. He was a good president. Um, but what is your website so folks can go there? 
Uh, Restore-liberty.org. Restore-liberty.org. Yep. And if you put in just RestoreLiberty.org, it'll go there, too. We own them both. Okay. But, okay. Uh, there's a lot of stuff there. People have read it and really like the things we're saying. And, and to me, that's – I could talk all day about what Restore Liberty is doing, how we're structured, who our people are, how we're, how we're getting at our mission. We've only got about another 15 or 20 minutes, but you're welcome to choose. <laughs> no, it's uh, – my number one goal is uh, is trust. Absolutely. Because if you can't trust me or the people in our organization, then it doesn't really matter if I've got the best plan in the world. Because we're just going to go right back to where a lot of these other organizations are. Um, raising money, and you're going, so what are you doing? You know. Mm. Uh, and we're involved in local races, and we've had some successes in some and failed in others. But we had 14 candidates in Colorado that we endorsed, and a large chunk of them were at this event this weekend. Because although they all lost conveniently this by the same numbers for the most part, uh, at the least we can show a team effort at attacking that those results and the and keep going after dominion yes and you know it's not going to happen overnight no and you know it happened here in missouri i was i was supporting two guys that were not on not lamestream <laughs> they were not <laughs> you know so therefore the republican party you know that wasn't necessarily throwing any anything their way and of course they don't really throw much weight weight around during primaries but an old standby got it, and that was Eric Schmidt. And we're just going to hope and pray that Eric does the right thing. But I don't have a lot of confidence. He's been in, he's been in politics a long time. I don't have a lot of confidence. But we also had um, Rydell that was running, and uh, I lost Hill. D- um, Dustin Hill that was running. Um, ex-military, both of them. Yeah. Both of them served this country, and both of them. Have have great insight, and I hope they don't give up just because they didn't win that election. I know they both felt God leading that way. Sometimes he tells us to go a direction. Not necessarily just because you lost doesn't mean you failed. No, I, I mean, I wrote that this weekend. Yeah, we're going into a break. It'll be the final segment when we return. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio with Beth Ann and Darren Gobb of Restore Liberty, and we'll be right back. Have you heard about vine-to-bar chocolate? It's the winemaker's chocolate, the world's first chocolate made with well-vined Chardonnay Mark from the beautiful coastal vineyards of North America. Gently pressed grapes are harvested after juicing, dried, and finely milled and carefully blended into the finest dark chocolate. The Chardonnay Mark contains highly beneficial grape nutrients, flavanols, and has a natural sweetness that flavors the luscious dark chocolate. Mouth-watering, flavorful, delectable dark chocolate goodness with Chardonnay sweetness and beneficial nutrients. And it's alcohol-free, too. It's vine-to-bar chocolate. Order some today at vinetobar.com. That's V-I-N-E-T-O-B-A-R.com. Cold ship to your door, it's Vine to Bar. Vine to Bar chocolate. Visit us at vinetobar.com. Mike Lindell and MyPillow are offering a BOGO extravaganza on multiple MyPillow products. Now's the time to join the millions of Americans who have changed the quality of their sleep with MyPillow. 
Right now, take advantage of Mike's buy one, get one free pricing on MyPillow's bed sheets, Giza Elegance MyPillows, six-piece towel set, and roll-and-go anywhere MyPillows, and so much more. Just go to the radio listener specials page at MyPillow.com and use promo code Bethann or call 1-800-978-6168. Don't miss this incredible opportunity to buy one, get one free on select products. You will also receive Mike's book absolutely free with any purchase. Call 1-800-978-6168 or go to the radio listener special page at MyPillow.com. Promo code Bethann. Daniel Turner, founder and executive director of Power the Future, agrees that America is blessed with an abundance of reliable energy sources. Our natural resources are the lifeblood of our nation and have made our nation prosperous. Rural America is the heart of production in this nation. Our food, manufacturing, trucking, and yes, our energy. Power the Future promotes jobs in rural America, specifically our energy jobs. These jobs are all under attack. Wealthy radicals like Tom Steyer's and George Soros promise to break the nation's energy independence. Their beloved Green New Deal attacks all that is good in this nation. Our food, our land, our jobs, our families, and of course, our gassy cows. Power the Future is fighting for you, rural America. Join them. Visit PowerTheFuture.com. See the latest news and donate to those who are fighting for you. PowerTheFuture.com. Power the Future is fighting to keep America's lights on. Don't miss Abby Johnson as she delivers a message of life in Springfield, Missouri for Vitae Foundation's annual pro-life event on Friday, August 26th at the White River Conference Center in Springfield, Missouri. Abby is the author of the national best-selling book and movie adaptation, Unplanned, which tells the story of her powerful conversion from abortion clinic director to an outspoken pro-life advocate. Abby believes in the work of Vitae Foundation as they utilize digital marketing strategies to connect abortion-determined women with life-saving resources at local pregnancy help centers. Reserve your seat today by going to adsforlife.org. Again, that's Abby Johnson on August 26th in Springfield, Missouri. Before this event sells out, register today at adsforlife.org. We have returned. I like that. I'm going to let my producer, I'm going to pat him on the back. I like that music coming in from that break. That is awesome. You're listening to CSC Talk Radio. This is Beth Ann. We're in the final segment of today's show. We've been talking about liberty, restoring liberty. And, of course, that's, uh, that's a nice phrase, isn't it? Restore liberty. And uh, my phrase is liberty is always in the hands of the people. Mm-hmm. But first, it has to be a lust in their hearts. They have to want to have liberty and independence. Every time we think or hear people scream and cry, well, the government needs to help me, well, that's not independence. And um, it starts at home, folks, just like anything else. It starts at home. So we have here Darren Gobb, who started Restore Liberty. You can go to restore-liberty.com.org. Excuse me. He said you could leave the dash out if you want to, but restore-liberty.org. Read what they're all about. And get on board with him because that's what we need to do. 
locally. It has to happen locally. It's up to you, Mr. and Miss America. <laughs> right. <laughs> In fact, if you look at it, you can't see it, but uh, on our business card at the top, we use Benjamin Franklin's quote, says, Republic, if you can keep it. And, the, and we it, emphasize it, you because there's... It, it it doesn't matter who's sitting in the White House if they're sitting there alone. That's right. We have to uh, rise up as millions of people. And you said a lust for liberty, and that's absolutely critical. And then first, it it it, it assumes an understanding of what true liberty is mm-hmm. in the first place, and then you and then it assumes that you're going to take the time to figure out who's taking it away from you and how. And you talked about private property rights. That's critical. Individual rights is also critical. Yes. The, the speech, the religion. Uh, petition governance. I mean, good group. The Department well, of Justice now. calls want, parents. Yeah, they want your terrorists. children too. Yeah, and the Gadsden flag that you have in your window right here is a <laughs> terrorist symbol. That's okay. On my card, I've got the Gadsden <laughs> snake and the elm tree. Now I'm I'm doubled. We're not really too worried. <laughs> We've talked to the sheriff. He is well now, isn't he? <laughs> we talked to the sheriff. <laughs> and that, by the way, is on our super pack. And that's the only, I guess, the only part of our super, the structure I'll to mention now just because of the timeliness. But uh, our pack, we want to help with judicial races, county sheriffs, and school boards. Amen to yeah. that. But the sheriff, I wrote an article recently called America's Rubicon. It's all about Mar-a-Lago, uh, and, and it can be looked up. But the whole point of the whole the thing was that the sheriffs need to stand up in front of their people and say, I will stand between you as an organization. Yeah, the sheriff could have stopped that. He could have. I don't know that he knew about it. That's Did anybody call him? I mean, no. the people have to understand that sheriff, he is the one. He is the authority. You elected him to protect you. They have no authority over you. The feds don't have the authority to come in and do that unconstitutionally, which it was. Now we're seeing this. It was an open thing. And anything else you want to buy, anything else you want to carry out of that house, pretty right. much Take is the what couch. They, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I think Melania's got some jewelry there that could be, you know, she might have bought it in Russia or something. Or, yeah, or it could be, who knows what it could be. It could be made with slave labor. Oh, cool. no, they'd like that. But, um, yeah. yeah, and I guess it's very simple. We have this thing in this country where people think that it goes from the federal to the state to the people. And that's no. some sort of hierarchy, and you've got to flip that. Yeah, absolutely. And remember that the federal is supposed to be the least powerful in this country, God, at least relevant. God created the people. God is number one. The people are number two. The people created the state. That is number three. The state created the Fed. It is the least of these, not the greatest of these. Right. But it did. It got flipped, like you said. And our uh, uh, our totem pole's upside down. It is. And But you started with number one, which Absolutely. is God. And then we took God out. And that's and when things started falling apart. Absolutely. Prayer out of schools. And we and, saw what happened. Well, and that's part, <laughs> part of what I'm doing with Restore Liberty now, and I'll highlight Rebecca in Mississippi as our state director down there and some of the work she's doing. Um, hopefully be heading down there pretty soon, and we're going to start talking to pastor groups and say, hey, you need to stop worrying about your tax status or whatever is keeping you inside the walls of that church and get out and be the predominant influence on this nation that you're meant to be. Because mm-hmm. we can help restore liberty uh, as a nation and a people but we cannot make it permanent, uh, meaning two things. One, you've got to continue fighting for it, like Reagan said. It's never, it's, this fight is never finished. No, it's, and the second one is true liberty alone, of course, is in Christ. And it's a permanent 
liberty, regardless of what's going on in the world. Liberty comes from God. We'll go back to that number one. Right. Liberty comes from God. Mm-hmm. Um, that doesn't mean, you know, Egypt didn't hold his people in slavery for 400 years, right. but liberty comes from God. Right. And the understanding of what that means also comes from him. Absolutely. And if we're not using that as the base for this country and what we're doing, it's not going to work. And I, I'm going to I'm going to blotch this, but it's out of Galatians. I know, no, it's out of an Old Testament because it's talking about the the um, feast, liberty, the um, the in, it's insignia on our our um, our liberty bell. Mm-hmm. Is in Scripture. Leviticus 25. Leviticus. 10. Thank you. I don't know why I wanted to say legation, legations. Legations. <laughs> That's a new book. It's right it's next to Second Opinions. It is. That's <laughs> by, by that 11th commandment. <laughs> it's Monday. <laughs> but everybody knows I'm getting old. So, But anyway, it's, uh, yeah. So many things that were from our beginning that were special had Scripture on them. And yet, the powers that be, these politicians today, they're the ones that created this separation of church and state phrase. The separation of church and state means the state stays out of your church. You need to be in the state. Yeah, it's more of a one-way filter. <laughs> it is. It's exactly it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it was never a founding document. I it was we not. We could go into Thomas Jefferson and his Danbury Baptist Association history for <laughs> sure, but yeah, the, yeah, I've always described it as a one-way filter. It, yeah, I think it, that's a great way to put it. It's a great way to put it. <laughs> yeah, you stay out of us. We're not going to stay out of you, right? Because you is us. And I mean, if, that's it. The government is the people, right? By the governed. Which person <laughs> in government votes in such a way that isn't informed by at least what they think is their conscience? Mm-hmm. And if you're saying, oh, I'm not going to vote in from a Christian perspective, well, then you probably should not be in office because <laughs> you're lying to people. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. The, here now they're after the rosary, and I'm not Catholic, but they're after anybody with the rosary. It's kind of like the Gadsden flag now. What happened to Pelosi standing there saying what a good Catholic girl she is? Right. <laughs> Whatever had happened. Where's your rosary, girl? Where's your rosary? Uh, you know, this is getting bizarre. But it's yeah. definitely an attack on God. It's a definitely an attack on church. They're going to lose that attack. They're going to they lose that battle. Mm-hmm. I want to be here when they do it. I want to be here when they lose it. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> against being present when that happens either. Yeah, Yeah. I want to go home to the Lord, but I'm not in a hurry right now. Right. Yeah. I'm not in a hurry. His so. timing, not mine. It's <laughs> right. And anyway, I hear the music. We're just about out of time. That's what it tells us. So, Darren, thank you. Thank you for coming by. I know you. you went way out of your way. I appreciate that. Thank you. Appreciate that more than you. Two more hours you is, uh, is nothing. It is more than two hours now. I, I have I have I know some troopers, so you got to be careful. <laughs> I always thought that was a floor on the speed limit. It wasn't a oh well. seventy was just a minimum. No, 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 no. All right. Anyway, we are out of time. America, we are here to be governed locally. That means you need to govern. In your community, in your county. And when we all get together, we'll bring America home.